I could have watched a lot more hours of Chidi being disillusioned with life. Welcome back to Black Hawk House Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another double episode of The Good Place. This is season three, I believe episodes five and six, but do not quote me because we've already had this debate about a million times. So the first one we're going to talk about is The Snowplow, written by Joe Mande, or is it just Mand? A stand-up comedian, directed by Beth McCarthy Miller, who worked on 30 Rock and SNL. I thought this was, you know, okay. I think I laughed a few times. I gave it a 7.6 out of 10, but for the most part, It was just an okay episode. Michael and Janet are powerless on Earth and they have set up shop and surveillance in the journalism wing because it's absolutely abandoned. They are now going to monitor the humans. Funding comes through for their study group and Simone brings in cupcakes. Eleanor tries to decline, but is talked into it after being told to get over herself. And these are free. Jason, do got some pecs, I must say. I didn't notice before, but because of the snug shirts, I noticed in this episode. Or as Tahani puts it, I'm mad horny. Three months later, Eleanor may have to uh, get a job because she is now very broke. Was not expecting to stay here this long. Michael's like, this is going to cause her to miss class. So he devises a plan for her to win the lottery since Janet still has all the information she had before they were stranded on Earth. I did laugh with Michael saying, we're just a snowplow paving the way for their success, which is still basically cheating. She also tells Ken that his aunt is actually his mom. Okay, bye. What the hell? Eleanor's like, guys, I freaking won the lottery after I found a scratch in front of (laughs) me in the parking lot for $18,000. Three months after that, Jason has no one to watch the Jaguars games with. So Tahani volunteers as she is horny and he is there. So let's just make it happen. They bring out the snowplow once again because they cannot have Tahani and Jason hooking up. So they decide to hook her up with an ex, which is the lesser Hemsworth brother we've been hearing about, Larry Hemsworth. And they had found, they had found a group for Jason to hang out with, the Australian Jaguar fan club. Larry Hemsworth is stupidly insecure despite how good he actually looks. Janet wanting to get Jason frayed booty shorts since they were going to the mall anyway had me cackling. And Michael, him really getting cheaty all that excessive equipment because that was so much. Six months later, Eleanor singing happy birthday after saying she hated it so much to cheaty. She does like blowing around that man. It's been a year and Eleanor thinks they've learned so much. 
They, of course, have been being spoiled ridiculously by their doting grandparents at this point. I don't even know what to call these relationships anymore. They switch up from time to time. (laughs) Michael announces, okay, wait, after Tahani says that she is getting married and moving back to London with Larry, that snow plowing is over. It has to stop. Just as Janet was about to give Jason with a huge ass teddy bear. Tahani invites them to a last minute engagement party at her Airbnb, except it's H E I R. Girl, go somewhere. And then she says, Come as you are, and everyone is dressed to the tees. She introduces her fiance to the study group, and he keeps saying how he's not this or that. And Chidi's like, Do you know what you look like? And then Jason's stupid behind goes say, more importantly, did Miley Cyrus write Wrecking Ball about Chris's brother Liam? <laughs> Questions about bro- his brothers that are more famous than him definitely cause him to pout away. Trying to convince Larry to stay doesn't work out. And Simone and Chidi think this is a good time for the group to actually come to a halt. They will then... The next step, get a new group to compare and contrast data so they might not meet up for a whole nother year. (laughs) This very much depresses Eleanor who goes to the nearest bar because that's what she does. I love when Michael came over with a shrimp platter and he's like shrimp. She's like always. (laughs) It was like girl can you at least dip it into the the cocktail sauce because that's dry and it's nasty and you just eating it like that. Okay that's fine. Whatever. He gives her some inspiration saying, hey, I bet everyone feels just like you. They never want the group to end. So when she gives a speech, she's like, we shouldn't end this. We should all stick together because why not? But everyone's like, um, actually, well, actually, Chidi just said, but, and then she threw a tantrum. She dug her hand into the cake, called them all useless and a whole bunch of other names before leaving. She's hiding eating cake behind a bush when Simone comes out because she's going to get a cab. And she says, I'm not sure why I acted the way I did. Can you tell me? She's like, oh, well, I don't know. You're a child. That's what (laughs) children do when they're throwing tantrums. She was giving her all the shade, but eventually she explains that people have us versus or me versus us and then us versus them me versus us is something she's never had to deal with she's never been a part of the group so this is really hitting her hard and she's scared of being alone and then us versus them is the next step in which um a lot of people can't get over in the world and which calls racism and a whole bunch of other things that are ending with isms she then apologizes to her and then to her friends and they all agree to me annually michael freaks as this is not his plan uh janet tries to tell him you know you can't just reset shit <laughs> he said i got horses in mind and maybe if five people get hurt so that our group can stay together she's like no no more meddling let them achieve the best they can on their own except this gives him the idea to sneak into Jen's office and reset the entire timeline but they are busted by the humans because their whole entire conversation was overheard which leads to our next episode Jeremy Jeremy, 
written by megan amram and directed by trent o'donnell this episode premiered october 18th of 2018 this one starts at the magical door and they're like uh what's up guy what you guys doing why is there a magical door behind you they're like we're busted give me one minute and they say i'm gonna tell you the truth i'm laughing because it did crack me up he said my name is special agent rick justice and this is lisa frenchie faqua we're with the fbi okay 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 that doesn't work so he suggests killing them and regroup before they go to the bad place but janet tells him it's over man it's over let it go (laughs) because they also were busted not only with the magical door they also recognize michael from all the times he intervened in their life so they confess to everything they explain that they've been in the bad place not for a hundred years but for 300 years the time is rather loopy and the only way it makes sense is by spelling jeremy Baremy in cursive because that's the best way to explain it as things are not non-linear or linear the way they are in reality <laughs> this is why the, oh i forgot the score for this episode was a nine out of ten this is why this episode cracked me up so much because eleanor's like my brain is melting what and then chidi's like okay so what's the dot what does the dot stand for or the little circle that is representative of the dot he says that's the place where nothing never occurs and he says that broke me you know what that i was the the dot that broke me eleanor tries to instantly revert back to her beer days and goes to the nearest bar to pretend it's her birthday to get free liquor tahani just has jason like even when she was leaving mad with the meeting she's like come on jason she then makes him her bodyguard and they go to the sydney opera house to donate money anonymously because this is me thinking she's trying to buy her way into heaven instead of just being mad charitable at this moment in time but he says well i have a more fun way of donating money chidi is in a trance a guy walks up to him and says you want to talk to god and he's like god is dead god remains dead and we have killed him that dude ran away like i was trying to sell you some drugs and you made it weird the sprinklers then come on and my man's removes his cardigan (laughs) michael and janet decide after the group bail on them to write their manifesto to hand in to jen so that the people after them will know how to do a better job i'm glad that janet took over typing because he was doing that straight up old man type of nah you just hit this button with one finger eleanor is drinking and talking to the barman about how america is selfish and she's going back to that sad place in her life she finds a wallet with money in it tries to steal it but is unable to do so and ends up going to great lengths to return said wallet jason and tahani are giving away money to random people with jason telling her how it could have changed his life in so many ways 
like he could have went to the doctor instead of pretending to be a dog to go to the vet so she decides to transfer all of her 131 million dollars to jason her bank refuses to do so because they have a strict policy against people from florida like we're technically supposed to close the bank (laughs) it is a really terrible state eleanor returns the wallet after going to one house where it was his older dress and then she has to go back to the bar where she already was at she has a whole bunch of shit to drop off to him including his mail but fred is not worried about the money in the wallet he is looking for the photo his kid drew of him and uh (laughs) and her and it gives him good luck because it makes him feel better when he's stressed at the office and he tells her she is a really good person as she didn't have to do what she did she starts crying chidi breaks down (laughs) in class because first he went to the store and he is buying the most disgusting chili in the world with peeps i've seen more peeps than i've ever wanted to see in my entire life and m&ms and he's gonna make chili with it and he actually ate some i'm glad we never saw it because it did look absolutely atrocious and he's trying to get his class to also eat this nasty ass chili he gave his car away he spent 880 dollars on this chili (laughs) he didn't have a shirt on in the store so he just decided to buy a shirt that said more wine or something like that he then starts to teach the ethical life mantra which are virtue ethics generosity and courage and you develop yourself with those things in mind consequentialism (laughs) had to break that up basis of right and wrong how much good or bad your actions have or the consequences are then there's deontologue did i say that right strict rules that everyone follows obeying and following these rules this is kind of like society in general like thou shall not kill there's the ten commandments as well um whatever you want to put out there that you feel that you should follow and these are the different ways in which we can live ethical lives and it is rather i think he said this was aristotle that really is our our moral basis for most of us we still have the us versus them type of like how does that uh you know coincide with this but then there's still people that try to live within these three but then there are the people (laughs) as he says here's the thing my little chili babes or did he say little chili beans i think he said little chili babes the meaning of life is nihilism nothing has meaning or consequence thus do whatever the fuck you want because (laughs) you're eventually you're just gonna die it's it that's it i think that you can be a little nihilistic and still be ethical i'm not sure that i would say i don't think that i'm nihilistic at all i think there still is a meaning in life even if i don't believe necessarily in life after death i think the meaning will always be the bonds and the um the relationships we build I think that's the most important ingredient in life is the experience in itself 
and those don't work if you don't build bonds and relationships because then it's so compacted you're in a small circle versus a bigger circle i mean it's the same reason why some people go out though in different directions and need to have forty thousand friends on facebook because they need to feel felt alive part of but you know whatever floats your boat but i feel as if a lot of millionaires billionaires and vanilla wafers which is our new term if you don't know why that is you better look on twitter and find out (laughs) um they definitely live into that because that that's why you can people ask like how do people do such terrible things how can you not feel how can you not have the empathy or compassion that's it it's it's nihilism um there is no consequence to their actions thus it doesn't there's no breaks checking (laughs) some of uh, their activities or their thought processes or what they do or how they live so on and so forth chitty then tells the room you can all jump up your own butts they're like is this gonna be on the quiz yes no i'm gonna give you a's i'm gonna give you all f's it doesn't matter goodbye get the fuck out don't let the door hit you with a good lord split you eleanor tells him cool shirt and even cooler lecture and while things do leak bleak at the moment look bleak at the moment she has a plan she tells him to leave the weird chili and uh come on (laughs) we're gonna go find our friends janet and michael finish their manifesto they have one more thing on their bucket list to do before they're forcefully retired he wants to go to lens crafters and she wants to try bangs but then chidi and eleanor walk back in less angry they're so happy to see him tahani and jason come in to announce that they're married with tacos but it's platonic which causes janet not to freak out because tahani might have lost her life right then and there eleanor knows that they're doomed but has decided that they should help the people that they care about get into the good place because why not try she tried today she said (laughs) what'd she say i gave a sad man with his child who could not draw or something no she has she's so funny but they decide that uh they're all going to do just that the soul squad uh chidi joins in as well he says first i have to go to the bathroom forever and then in works larry hemsworth who everyone have forgotten about once again <laughs> like everyone else in the world he's ready to go marry and go to london um and eleanor puts her phone on and says go ahead to honey we're rolling and that's how the episode ends a lot of fun that one much more fun than the predecessor but i wonder how simone's gonna continue to fit into this because now they have a different agenda than the last time she spoke with them at that party and it was very coincidental that she ended up leaving while the rest of them stayed to overhear this type of news no feedback this week so if you want to join in the conversation blackrockhouch at gmail.com or you can leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share subscribe and if you have time run over to itunes rate the podcast leave a review 
Until next time, peace, hair grease, and blacker magic.